if you can optimize the videos and and get good videos created by affiliates, that's where I would recommend going. And in, in TikTok as well, that's not going away. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this e-commerce marketing-focused podcast. If you're not familiar with our format, well, each month we focus on a different marketing method. It could be email or SEO or, like it is this month, affiliates. And each week I interview a different expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you. This month we are all about affiliate marketing. And yet again, we've got Rick McGuinness back on the show for the third time so we can pick his brains yet again about an area of successful affiliate program management. In this episode, we're talking about diversifying your affiliates. That's both about adding more affiliates to your mix so you're not overly reliant on one or two, and we're talking about diversifying the types of affiliates. So if you're fed up with only ever dealing with one type of affiliate, Rick will be telling us all the different types of affiliates you could be working with and also giving us his top tip for which one you really should be working with in 2024. We'll also be getting into how you go about recruiting a more diverse group of affiliates. Loads of great advice in that section. And at the very end, you need to keep listening because his top tips are brilliant. There is some killer advice, especially in his answer to the crystal ball question. So make sure you stay tuned right to the end. Genie Goals are the performance marketing agency for ambitious e-commerce brands. Their dedicated and award-winning team has over 40 years experience within the affiliate industry, including actual brand and client-side experience, having operated as an affiliate and working at a network partner. Plus, they're founding members of the APMA, the Affiliate and Partner Marketing Association. Genie Girls have launched and managed programs for many e-commerce stores, including SMEs like Only Curls and powerhouses like Carl Lagerfeld. They're platform agnostic and take a full funnel approach to make sure they're proactively growing your sales. Want to understand more about affiliates but hate the jargon and don't know where to start? Well, you can grab your free copy of Genie Girls Affiliate Marketing for Beginners guide now without even giving them your email address. Madness! Um, you can get it by going to keepopt.com forward slash genie goals, all one word. So G-E-N-I-E-G-O-A-L-S. That's keepopt.com forward slash genie goals for the perfect affiliate marketing for beginners guide. In this episode, I'm chatting with affiliate marketing expert Rick McGinnis. Rick is the president of Bearcat Media, an affiliate management agency that he founded to create high performing affiliate marketing campaigns for their clients. And he's also one of the founders of affiliate tracking platform, PMX. Hello, Rick. Hi, Chloe. How are you doing? I'm good. It's lovely to be catching up with you again. I reckon it's been, I reckon, I counted this. It's been over 100 episodes since the last time we caught up, which was way back in November 2021. So um, how have you been? What's been happening? Good. I, I can't believe it's been two years already since we last did something like this. It's, it's crazy. It just shows you how fast... Time goes. The affiliate space is is, is evolving, and we're here to to help the brands navigate through that and, and help them grow affiliate programs. Cool. And we'll get into the world of diversifying your affiliate portfolio, which is you know super important, and we'll talk talk about them in a minute. But you've now launched a software platform as well, so you've gone from pure service to software. Tell us a little bit about PMX. There's a lot of platforms out there, and there's a lot of things I don't like. 
on the platforms and things I wish that were included. So I decided to partner with a couple people to build something that would satisfy my needs, which in turn would satisfy majority of others who are having the same issues, but don't know how to fix it or create something of their own. So we went out and created a platform that allows brands to track their, this is for Shopify stores only at the moment. So Shopify brands to track their affiliate marketing uh, efforts, but also recruit new affiliates through our platform. We have a database of right now it's in the tens of thousands of affiliates spread over just about every vertical you can think of. The way the affiliates are paid is streamlined. It's all improvements on what's out in the market. And in terms of like the Shopify brands, it's it's becoming more and more prevalent that the affiliate marketing becomes easier for brands because it's it's already kind of like the redheaded stepchild of the marketing space. So we want to make sure that the brands trust it, but also have a platform that's easy to use and that they can grow with it and not have to keep switching platforms when they outgrow one and and need to go to another. So that's the whole genesis behind this whole thing, yeah. Very cool. The perfect tech stack for affiliates created by people who got frustrated with all the existing tech stack. That's essentially what it is. It's just, yeah, I became so frustrated. I'm like, there's got to be a better way. And there really wasn't out there. So you just got to create your own. Let's talk about affiliate portfolios then. Before we get into the depths of creating that diverse portfolio, I suspect a lot of listeners are going, well, an affiliate's an affiliate. Or they might know there's an affiliate and a voucher code affiliate. But could you give us a little rundown of the different types of affiliates we might want to work with, please? Yeah, there's many, many kinds of affiliates you can partner with. You mentioned the voucher codes. Those are becoming, I would say, frowned upon. People are backing away from them more and more just because of their nature of, of what they do and how they really in terms of the brands they don't add a lot of value so there's voucher codes there's the straight up content producers like written so reviews listicles gift guides that type of content then you got video content which is becoming extremely popular the same thing as like the written but it's just they're doing it in video form and then they're linking in their bios, things like that. And you got the social media, the gray areas, like is it influencer or affiliate? It can go both ways because the lines are, are blurred between them. But like Instagram and TikTok, especially TikTok nowadays, it's becoming a real place for commerce. They have their own like affiliate platform type thing on there where now brands can hook up their products and give creators commissions. So the, there's the, the social media. And you got, you got email affiliates who have email lists who send out to their lists of products that they recommend and they get commission on all that. And then there's even technology affiliates in terms of like shopping cart abandonment or any abandonment. So if you're leaving the website, there's a tech out there that can offer your people that are leaving the websites a discount and then that'll be considered an affiliate commission for the company that's doing it. So to sum it up, there's many ways. I I gave you a bunch of different ones, but it's ever evolving and who knows what's going to happen in the future how many more are going to happen. But but those are the main players right now in, in, in the space. And I anticipate there's going to be different ones moving forward in 2024 and beyond as well. Yeah, it's definitely an area that is just continuing to diversify. And I guess that's why it's really critical to have a bit of a strategy. And this keeps coming up in the episodes for this month. You need a strategy before you start doing things. So you're speaking to the right people. You're obviously in the camp of we should be talking to more than one type we're not just doing a voucher code program we're just doing an abandoned basket program we should be doing multiple parts of that what are the key benefits of taking a a multi-affiliate type strategy yeah this is a good question and this is this is something that i see a lot of brands making this mistake they put all their eggs in one 
type of affiliate. So we'll just take the voucher code. So there's a lot of voucher codes out there. You may have multiple, three, four, five affiliates that are driving traffic and sending sales. But if something happens to those affiliates, they get knocked off the network or their website gets downgraded in Google and there goes your sales. Uh, there goes your revenue. You put all that effort into one affiliate. And even with the with the content affiliates too, if you are depending solely on them, they may have uh, their website might go down and another thing, they may get blocked in Google or they're penalized or whatever you want to call it. And then it's gone. And then YouTube, they may change the rules on like the, the user agreements and videos might be taken down. So that having all your eggs in one type of affiliate basket is the recipe for uh, a disaster. We always tell brands that you got to have an array of them and you, you can have, you can have a lot of them in one specific niche, but you got to have multiple different niches as well. So in order to make sure that you're covered and that if one dries up, you're not going to be completely screwed and, and your revenue is going to go down. Yeah, it really is the case that we need to be developing multiple relationships, isn't it? it and investing in those relationships, not just going, yeah, voucher code, tick, right, let's go and find someone who does something different. I, I know everyone listening, I keep talking about the relationship aspect of affiliates, but I think too many people think performance marketing is purely about ones and zeros. And Rick, is it fair to say your affiliate strategy lives or dies by the strength of the relationships you build with the affiliates? Yeah, essentially, yeah, that's that's what it comes down to. The brands and the, and the companies that build relationships with their partners are the ones that are going to be successful. Uh, the ones that just treat their affiliates as numbers, like you said, as like just like a monetary value, they're going to have problems just because the trust isn't going to be there and the affiliate's not going to want to do a lot of work for brands that don't value them and provide them with, with ways to grow. And I'm sure we've talked about this too, uh, is just relationships. It's what it comes down to is building relationships. What the brand's got to understand is that you're going to go reaching out to a potential affiliate or that's going to be writing a, a piece of content for you or doing a video. You can't expect something right away. You got to get to know them, find out what they're, what they're about, what you need to do to help them out. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to take weeks and maybe even months to, to get something going. Because if you go in there expecting something right away, it's it's, it's not going to happen. Well, I guess unless you, you pay them, say you are paying you X and you're going to do, do Y. But that's not really what affiliate's about. Affiliate's about relationships and performance and finding out how to get the best performance out of your affiliates. And it's about building a relationship. And of course, if we're going to build proper relationships, each of those relationships takes a certain amount of energy, a certain amount of time. So we've got to be a bit, cal not calculated, a bit strategic in who we're choosing to build those relationships with. So if we've got an existing program that's working relatively well, we've heard this episode and we're thinking, yeah, Rick's right, we need to diversify. How do we start that process to make sure we're not just finding new affiliates to talk to for the sake of ticking the diversification box without actually building any value from it. So what you got to do first is go through your current list or data or database of affiliates that you have in the program, bucket them, put them in, in, in buckets by what type they are, then find out, okay, what do we want to do? Like for 2024, like in 2024, what do we want our affiliates to do more of? Do we want them to write more written content on their webs on websites? Do we want more video content? Whatever it is, you got to figure that out first. So let's say you want more uh, video content. So you're going to go and find out if you have affiliates already that are video producers, find ones like them. Go out and search and find other ones that are the ones that are producing currently. Go and find more like that. And 
do you, you got to do a lot of searching for YouTube, for example, whatever your product is, reviews or your in your niche uh, reviews kind of thing. So you're going to have to find a, a lot of prospects to reach out to in order to get uh, just a few affiliates because they're not all going to respond. They're not all going to be on board with what you want to do. They're going to want payments and you're not going to want to do that. You're, they're going to want samples. All this stuff has to be taken into consideration. It just comes down to strategizing, finding the ideal people you want to reach out to and be willing to invest the time into building that relationship, getting them the sample, talking to them, what your expectations are, what their timeline is and what they can produce before anything gets moving forward. Because if both of the brand and the affiliate are not on the same page, it's going to cause problems down the road. And like, well, you told me I was going to do this and no, no, I said this and just going to be back and forth and set expectations and you should be good. And, and that's all about relationship building. What I think is the really key thing to take away from what you were just saying there, Rick, is that none of this is really happening on the affiliate tech yet. It's not happening on the network. This is going to YouTube, searching for people who are producing the right type of content, finding ways of contacting them, making connections with them, having a chat with them via, via whatever method it is, then putting together something that works for both of you. And then once that's done, that's the point at which you go, okay, as part of it, we need you to sign up here. And I think a lot of brands think, well, you know, maybe they've got a method on their network where they can go, we're looking for affiliates. They just do that and think that's job done. But actually there's an awful lot of research, an awful lot of almost cold outreach that needs to happen, isn't there? No, absolutely. And, and that's where a lot of brands go wrong is they use the, the platform they're on and just do like mass invites to, to affiliates and they don't get the results they want. You nailed the right in the head with the cold outreach. That's where it is. It's like you got to have the right messaging. You got to get together like a like messaging to these people. That's not boilerplate and sounds phony. You got to make sure it's right. And if they do respond, then you got to respond back to them because I've seen that before where the, the person will respond back and then you just go dark on them. The hardest part is getting them to respond. That, that's that's the most difficult part is like you can send, a, a for example, 100 emails and you may get five, 10, 15 responses out of that. And that can be discouraging, but that's, it's not too bad, really. And then it's what you do with those responses when you get them. And that's when you start building the relationship and seeing what they want and, and, and asking questions and getting to know them and their, their brand as well and how your brand fits into theirs. And if there's going to be conflicts of interest, you got to get all that out of the way. And yeah, just, it starts with a cold email. Or as if you work with an agency, speaking on behalf of that, we have relationships with many affiliates, and we we make it more of a warm introduction. But a lot of times, it's um, if you're reaching out to new partners, it's it's a lot of cold, it's a lot of no's. You're gonna get a lot of no's, and it, it just comes to the territory. Yeah, but you've got to be willing to do it. If you're if you're not hiring an agency to do it on your behalf, you need to be ready to do it yourself. And and there's definitely a lot of kind of automation and templating you could do at the beginning of the process. But the deeper you go in, don't leave them hanging. Get back to them. Do the personal replies. Get ready for the conversation to evolve. I suppose. Rick, you mentioned a couple of things that you're always looking to understand as you're finding those new affiliates. I think you said about conflicts of interest. Do they want samples? Are they happy to be paid on commission? What other key things? Because I, I hadn't a thought of conflict of interest being an issue. So what key things should we be trying to find out early in these relationships? So to get back to that conflict of interest. So they may have some sort of agreement with other brands where they can't promote multiple brands. Or at the eye test, they may look like a good match, but 
the way that the person produces the content or how they include brands in their content may not match up with how the brand wants to be presented. So you got to find out that it's, it's little things like that, that will help you not waste time because you could be saving that time to go pursue other affiliates at the same time. So finding out everything that could be a potential roadblock is important right at the beginning. Uh, you, you can be blunt and say, look, we require X, Y, and Z. Do you agree with this? Can you produce this in, in this type of voice or in this format kind of thing. Most of the time, affiliates are flexible, but sometimes there there is. They're, they're just saying, like, no, well, we, we do things our way, and if you don't like it, tough kind of thing. It's just, it, it's just one of those things. And then if, if samples are involved, that's another thing. The brand and the affiliate should have a little collaboration. It shouldn't be like a brand says, you got to do this with our product, or the affiliates say, I'm going to do this with your product. It's got to be like a collaboration saying, let's, let's do this. And oh, yeah, okay, well, fine. I think we should include this as well kind of thing. So having your affiliates included in what's going to happen with the end product is important to gaining their trust as well. They'll let them know that you're flexible and you're there to help them and vice versa. So it's, it's not like a one-way street where give and take. And that's what a good relationship is built on. Yeah, you can't think of this as though you've got a template that every single affiliate's going to work fit into, especially if you're going down the content route. Rick, you outlined a whole load of different types of affiliate that are now in existence and that are out there. We are putting this out at the beginning of January 2024. Which of these for you is like the you really should be should be investing in building relationships with these affiliates because they're going to be the superstars of 2024. Is it the email list guys, the video guys? Is it the TikTok side of things, listicles? Where if we're going, right, okay, I'm ready to do this, but I've no idea where to start. Where do I start? Yeah, this, this, this question is always interesting because uh, no matter what I say, it's there's always better like but it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna broaden it by just saying like content so written video and social media those those are where brands should be focusing their time video especially um, working with youtubers we've been working with a brand uh for the past couple years and and the streaming is is big as well like like twitch the the streaming service they're big too they they do a lot of uh, affiliate placements within their when they're sitting there playing the games they have a lot of products just sitting there those a lot of those are affiliate deals to me getting like written content that's still king you want to get on there with, with the with the right partners get it optimized but the the downside to that is what's happening is a lot of these big mass media publications like the New York Times New York Post Hearst Media Good Housekeeping all those types of publications that are really, really big are monopolizing the search results. And that's discouraging people from doing written content because they can write really good content, but it's going to be buried below those big publications. That, that's where I said like the, the video comes in where they're, they're not really doing that uh, just yet. So if you can optimize the videos and, and get good videos created by affiliates, that's where I would recommend going. And, and, and TikTok as well, that's not going away. Back in 2020 and 2021, I didn't know where it was headed, but it's not going anywhere. It's just, it's just going to get even bigger in, in terms of what the capabilities are there and the different generations that are using the TikTok uh, platform it is astounding. My daughter's going to be a teenager. She's going to be 13 in TikTok, and she comes to me with all these products that she's seen on TikTok. So if she's seeing it, everyone else is seeing it, and a lot of those are paid partnerships or affiliate deals as well. So if you're not doing video in TikTok and Instagram, you're probably going to be missing out in the coming year. That, that's where I would focus if, if I were 
brands. There you go, everybody. Time to focus on your content affiliates and building your relationships, especially with those lovely video ones too. Rick, it's been great picking your brains about all of this uh, diverse affiliate portfolio strategy. Listeners, please remember to stay tuned right to the end so you don't miss out on Rick's insider tips on affiliate marketing and my suggestions for more free resources to help you improve things even further in your business. Genie Goals are the performance marketing agency for ambitious e-commerce brands. Their dedicated and award-winning team has over 40 years' experience within the affiliate industry, including actual brand and client-side experience, having operated as an affiliate and working at a network partner. Plus, they're founding members of the APMA, the Affiliate and Partner Marketing Association. Genie Goals have launched and managed programs for many e-commerce stores, including SMEs like Only Curls and powerhouses like Carl Lagerfeld. They're platform agnostic and take a full funnel approach to make sure they're proactively growing your sales. Want to understand more about affiliates but hate the jargon and don't know where to start? Well, you can grab your free copy of Genie Goals Affiliate Marketing for Beginners guide now without even giving them your email address. Madness! Um, You can get it by going to keepopt.com forward slash genie goals, all one word. So G-E-N-I-E-G-O-A-L-S. That's keepopt.com forward slash genie goals for the perfect affiliate marketing for beginners guide. Okay, Rick, so far we've gone deep into building a diverse affiliate even portfolio. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of affiliate marketing. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with affiliate marketing, which of course does include everything we've already been talking about. Rick, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Don't go in blind. And don't go in with the perception that you've seen out there that affiliate marketing is not going to work. Maybe my brand can't do it. It's not going to work for my brand or I can't find the affiliates. Develop a plan. Identify what type of affiliates would make good partners for your program. And start out by reaching out to to a handful and seeing what kind of feedback you get. Uh, starting out small. You, you want to go in there and see what's going on. So my, my advice to people that are looking to get in, this is either brands or people running affiliate programs, develop a strategy and don't be afraid to make mistakes because it's going to happen. You're going to do things that are like, I probably shouldn't have done that. That's all about learning and how you're going to create a successful affiliate program. Got to try things. The bottom line is the strategy. Don't be afraid to make mistakes, but also build relationships. I can't say that enough. Yeah, I think it's central well we all know it's central to affiliates now once you've started of course you've got to keep optimizing so what's your favorite way to improve performance what we do is we like to do like monthly just checks of like affiliates so this is like a high level for for people even if they're not even if they don't have a program yet they want to get started or even people with a program every month we just go through see who are the traffic producers who are the sales producers and we look to optimize those and see what we can do to get the people that are driving more sales, more even more sales, and the ones that are generating traffic. How do we get that traffic to convert to sales? It's it's not rocket science. It's just looking at the data and coming up with ideas with the brand to go and get these affiliates to do better with whatever they're doing. So what I mean by optimizing is just getting these people to do, do more of what they're doing 
at a higher level to get them to convert to sales. Because if you get those people that are converting sales, more sales, and the ones that are driving traffic that haven't had sales to actually generate sales, you're going to have uh, you're going to have a big uh, big growth spurt in your affiliate program. And on top of bringing in new quality affiliate partners, it's going to be pretty. Um, eye-opening to, to what you can do in terms of growth in, in just in just a short period of time by doing just a simple thing like that, just reviewing your affiliates' performance monthly. Keep optimizing, everybody. All about the regular review cycle. Love that idea. Thank you very much for that one, Rick. If someone listening wants to learn more, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? We can use me as the, as the free resource. I, I, I'm happy to answer any questions uh, about affiliate marketing in general. It doesn't have to be about diversifying if you're looking to set up a program and you don't know where to start, I'll be happy to help you. If you have a program and you're looking for some ideas on how to take it to the next level, I'll be more than happy to share those with you. So uh, again, I'm, I'm not afraid to share what I know. Experience, I've been doing this since 2011, and I, I don't want to be like gatekeeping all my all my content. I believe in sharing it and I could monetize it, but I don't want to. I, f- I figure if people are willing to come into the affiliate space, I'd be happy to share with them and help them them grow because like, I guess what they say is uh, passing it forward or or whatever that saying is, p- people did it for me when, when I first started out. So I got to just uh, reciprocate and, and, and give back. Very cool. So what's the best way for people to reach out, out to you, Rick? So you can do two ways. You can either reach out to me on LinkedIn, just uh, search my name, Rick McGinnis, and also just email rick at bearcatmedia.com and just put the subject line, like keep optimizing just so that I know where it came from, so that I know um, who it is, and and I can tell Chloe that I uh, that I helped someone from her podcast. <laughs> Make us both feel good. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much for that, Rick. That's an amazing offer. Finally, crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to twelve months that we should be getting ready for? So there's just two things, and there's one that's very important, and that's going to affect affiliate like tracking and things like that. So Shopify is implementing a new checkout process. And they're requiring every Shopify store to be on this new checkout process by August of 24. And the reason why I say it's important is because we had a a client of ours try to implement it already, and it totally destroyed their current affiliate tracking. They were on on a platform, like a big network, and it just didn't work anymore. It was sending the clicks, but the conversions weren't happening. So Shopify brands is for them only, really. Make sure that you are, whatever platform you're on, make sure that you're working with that platform to make sure that they're upgrading to account for the new Shopify checkout process. Otherwise, when you do upgrade and you don't have that new process in place, your affiliates are not going to get credit for any of the sales. They're going to, um, they're not going to track. They're not, they're, the clicks are going to be coming through and you're going to be wondering why they're not converting. That's why. So just a, a little heads up for the future. If you're if your current platform is not doing it, put a little bug in their ear and say, "Look, you better you better start." Yeah, let's. I know you said you got two, Rick, and we'll come back to your second in a second. But that is. Um, let's hope Shopify are going to fix that tracking error because that is not good news on so many fronts. And I, I guess the key thing as well is one, put the pressure on Shopify, etc., to to get it fixed, but also don't migrate too early. <laughs> Wait until you've heard it's working before you move. And Shopify is changing a lot of, of what it is, but it's the SaaS products and the, the platforms that, that rely on the current Shopify setup and it's changing totally. So we all got to change 
how we integrate with Shopify. So it's it's really the platforms that are like the like the share sales and those and the vault links and even even my brand, but BMX, we gotta figure out a way to to make it work with the new Shopify setup. And and Shopify, they're not extremely helpful because you can reach out to them and it can, it could take weeks to even get a response back and then they're not very helpful in the responses. So just be persistent in letting them know that hey, this is gonna be a problem what do we got to do kind of thing? It, it helps if you know someone over at Shopify to get the process rolling. But if I found that about a few weeks ago, just with, because the client moved without knowing, they didn't tell me because they didn't think it would be a problem. But it was. <laughs> and the, and the worst thing was, it was during Black Friday too. They did oh, it. Oh no. I tell them why, all the time. Why would you do that during Black Friday? I tell them all the time, don't make changes. First of all, without telling me. And second of all, during the busiest time of the, of the year, the, the still, they still got all the sales, but it was problems for the affiliates. They, they said they had record-breaking holiday. I can, I can only imagine the affiliates that were affected by it too. So it's like, don't be that brand to do that, please. Yeah, that's a, it's a great way of totally destroying trust and relationships with those affiliates you've worked so hard and who were working so hard for you. You still get the sales, but they're left out of pocket, which means next year they're going to be a lot less likely to spend the time on you. Um, Rick, you said you had a second crystal ball item for us. So what is it, please? Yeah, so it's uh, it's AI. So everyone's into like chat GPT and things like that and, and simplifying your, your life, really, basically in terms of, of what you can do. And there's a lot that AI is going to be able to do in affiliate marketing that is going to be game-changing in terms of how it's perceived and and what can be done to generate more revenue for brands using AI. So not, not only is it going to help you generate more revenue, but it's also going to make your life easier, uh, even like for, for managing the program. There, there's so many ways that it can assist you in just doing that and ultimately lower your overhead too. And unfortunately, jobs are going to be lost because of AI, but you got to think about the positives on how it's going to evolve the the industry of the affiliate space and how brands are going to use it to make more money and make affiliate a, a, a more uh, welcoming space as well. Yeah, it's I hadn't really thought about AI in the affiliate space, but I guess it's it's going to have an impact there, same as everything else. It's just a case of people working out how it's going to feed through. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. And it's like in, in, as brands, you can't be afraid to do it because if you, if you don't get involved in it and start dabbling in this, you're going to be left behind. And then you're going to have to learn all kinds of crazy stuff uh, from the beginning when it's just going to keep snowballing and getting more and more advanced. And if you're not in the beginning, you're going to be behind the eight ball, so to speak. Yeah, definitely one to watch. Awesome. Perfect crystal ball answers. Thank you very much, Rick. We are very nearly at the end of the show. So please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business. So the agency uh, where we manage affiliate programs is at bearcatmedia.com. And the uh, SaaS application that we have that runs affiliate programs and tracks affiliate programs is PMX, and that's getpmx.com. And it's a, and as I said earlier, it's a Shopify exclusive uh, at the moment app. There we go. Thank you so much, Rick, for being on the show. It is, has been, as it always is when you come on, a full of practical, brilliant advice for Greg, our affiliate activity. So thank you so much for being here. And yeah, it's been lovely catching up again. No, no, I appreciate it, Chloe. It's always a pleasure. So loads of great advice there, both on creating a more diverse group of affiliates to drive you sales, but also on how to recruit those affiliates. And yeah, it takes quite a lot of legwork to find the right people, because ideally you want to find someone who's willing to do this, who's got traffic volumes of the customers that you want to be selling to, and who 
isn't busy promoting 20 other people. So yeah, it takes a bit of work to find the right affiliates. Some other great advice there, just generally across those insider tips. Rick always brings the goods. You can get links to everything we discussed, the full transcript of the episode, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com or use our special director episode short links. Just put keepopt.com forward slash the number of this episode into the URL bar and you'll go straight to the right episode page. When you get to the website, you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the many other things we share to help you improve your business. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimising podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, then you can check out our previous chats with Rick. Episode 74 was all about the influencer affiliate crossover and how those worlds are merging. And way back in episode 41, we talked about reviving a neglected affiliate program. So if you're one of those people that we were talking about in the last episode with Rachel who have an affiliate plan, you're kind of ignoring it and you want to revive it, you need episode 41 where Rick is talking all about that. And you can find all our affiliate marketing episodes either by scrolling up your feed and looking for the word affiliate or use the short link keepopt.com forward slash affiliate to find the page on the website where we've brought it all together for you. Please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their e-commerce marketing. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimising your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z. Genie Goals are the performance marketing agency for ambitious e-commerce brands. Their dedicated and award-winning team has over 40 years' experience within the affiliate industry, including actual brand and client-side experience, having operated as an affiliate and working at a network partner. Plus, they're founding members of the APMA, the Affiliate and Partner Marketing Association. Genie Goals have launched and managed programs for many e-commerce stores, including SMEs like Only Curls and powerhouses like Carl Lagerfeld. They're platform agnostic and take a full funnel approach to make sure they're proactively growing your sales. Want to understand more about affiliates but hate the jargon and don't know where to start? Well, you can grab your free copy of Genie Goals Affiliate Marketing for Beginners guide now without even giving them your email address. Madness! Um, you can get it by going to keepopt.com forward slash genie goals, all one word. So G-E-N-I-E-G-O-A-L-S. That's keepopt.com forward slash genie goals for the perfect affiliate marketing for beginners guide.